the Free Speaking Podcast with your hosts, Jared Mintz and Joseph Nardone. Welcome back to the Relatively Speaking Podcast. We are recording this podcast on Sunday night, actually. We're recording on Sunday after the 4 p.m. Eastern games. So it is 8 o'clock Eastern, where I am, Sunday, September 18th. I'm Jared. Joining me today and every other day that we record this podcast is Joe, Joe Nardone. Joe, how you feeling, man? I don't think I've ever spoken to you this late on a day. No, I'll tell you, the tone, the pre-recording conversation about what we're going to do, the tone was much different. Better, I would say, than our 9 in the morning tones, which is us mar- mumbling into the microphone, very distraught and confused as to why we're recording so early in the morning. Yeah, you know what? I feel like you shouldn't have said that because you're going to set the expectations high for our listeners. Like, we're still going to have those moments where we sound like we're half asleep. <laughs> also, there's no excuse for you, man. Don't you get up at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning every day? Yeah, but, like, so I, I get up to take care of the kids and then get them to school and stuff. I don't actually stop. You know what? That makes it less of an excuse. So, <laughs> like, you're fully, you're supposed to be fully functioning. So, like, there's no excuse for you at that hour. For me, it's like, yeah, I woke up, I showered, I'm still, like, blowing my nose through the whole show and... That, that's what I do. That's my morning. For people unaware, before the start of every show, except this one, actually, Jared blows his nose right before we start. I do, because I feel like I can't blow my nose for an hour. It's, it's like an anxiety thing. It's not like a, I have nose-blowing issues. I, I don't really know what no, it is. No, it makes total sense. I, I literally try to have a smoke right before we do it. I think it's just a habit, because you're like, I can't do this for the next hour. Totally. That's definitely what it Although is. Although yours things for health reasons, my thing is to not have health. Don't <laughs> smoke, is- kids. Anti-health reasons. Yeah, definitely don't smoke. Smoking cigarettes is the worst. Oh, it's horrible. I wish I never started. Shame on you. Listen, but if you do smoke, we're not judging you. So uh, to all of our listeners, this is bad. See? Look what you did, man. You put these expectations on us that we're going to have a great show. People prefer... Put it on the poll. People prefer when we don't talk sports. I'm really glad that you mentioned the poll because in case you missed it, we're doing polls now. Our first poll I posted (laughs) on Friday afternoon... This was an important one, because for those of you that listen to Friday's show, you know that Joe and I discussed for about seven seconds whether or not we should grow mustaches. And because of Jeff successful. Fisher. Right, because of Jeff Fisher, his mustache, his lack of success on the field, and his general abundance of success off the field in terms of being paid a lot of money for being awful at his job. So Joe and I aren't saying we're bad at our jobs, but we're wondering if just a mustache would increase our odds at being a little more successful, garnering more fanfare, and ultimately making more cash. So, we asked the fans, <laughs> Jared Mintz tweets, this isn't a bad tweet, folks, Jared Mintz tweets at 4.21pm on September 16th, should Joseph Nardone and I grow mustaches to increase our chances at being su- successful in sprats? So, I tweeted after this, I'd be shocked if we got 10 people to vote on this. We got 16 votes, Joe. What do you, what do you think the voters say? You should know what the voters say. We both have access. To, we both have access to the poll. So, fifty-six percent of the voters said yes, grow mustaches. Only thirteen percent said no, don't. They're hideous. Thirty-one percent said don't care, doesn't matter. So, thanks for voting. It looks like we're going to have to grow mustaches. Well, I just yeah, you're right. We're going to have to grow mustaches. For what it's worth, it's on the poll now. Jerry, you could retweet it whenever. Wait, you figured out how to do polls? Uh, yes, yeah. I, well, after you did it, and I was like, oh boy, we're going to have to wear mustaches. So, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was thinking, man, I should probably learn how to do this, because I would say put it on the poll. And while this won't go live until tomorrow morning, which will be Monday morning, your listeners will be listening to this, you're listening to it now on Monday morning, I could send this poll out now, and then, you know, we could discuss about it on Twitter tomorrow. Can't wait, man. This is scintillating. We are off to a great start. Yes. All right, let's do sports. <laughs> <laughs> so the poll, one more time, the poll... Did you start your mustache yet? I, I have, like, a full beard, so I could probably just shave everything and be like, look, I grew a mustache. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty solid. When, when do we unveil them? Like, when do we have to do the pictures? I don't know. Put it on the poll. None of this is up to us. We've clearly put our lives in everybody's hands. I love it. Them. You know, I do feel like we're ripping off Dan Libertad's polls. Oh, you think so? I love his polls, though, so I have no care... Oh. Put that on the poll. We rip it We need. We, we do need a, an actual producer. This is why we need to go live. We need to figure out the logistics. A hundred percent. I agree that we need to go live. Anyway, let's let's go against what you just said before about us being better when we don't talk about sports. And let's talk about sports. 
Today was an action-packed day in the NFL, week two, woo-woo. Obviously, the week got kicked off on Thursday night when, when the Jets beat up on the Bills, literally and figuratively. Uh, the Jets kind of knocked Tyrod Taylor out of that game for a little bit, other other bad injuries. But um, let's let's get into today, and let's start the day talking about injuries. And the biggest one, oddly enough, is from the New England Patriots, already without one of their quarterbacks, their franchise quarterback, Mr. Tom Brady, Today, they lose Brady's backup, Jimmy Garoppolo, who went pretty nuts in the first half of that game against the Dolphins. I think they scored three touchdowns in like the first quarter mm-hmm. or, or very early on, and they were all throwing touchdowns. Garoppolo leaves the game with a shoulder injury, and now the Patriots are left with something called Jacoby Brissett. Joe, I know you're a big Jacoby Brissett guy. Tell me everything you know about him and everything we need to know about him. Absolutely. Former North Carolina State Wolfpack quarterback, 6'4", 235. 23 years old, third round draft pick, <laughs> 2016. We all have Wikipedia, buddy. Um, I, I, know, I know he wasn't a very great college quarterback. He was mediocre to fine to, I guess, okay at times. Um, yeah, so, like, listen, AFC East, this is kind of your time to figure this out because... You got two weeks to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> you, got, you guys better win the next two. Like, wh- whoever you're playing... You better win the next two weeks because Garoppolo looked like you said he looked fantastic. Like he looked legit fantastic. I know it's Miami. Um, I have no idea how good or bad they're supposed to be. We're only two weeks into the season. However, well, here's the thing: they they looked tight last week against Seattle. They really hung in that game until the end of it. And then this week, you know, you were kind of wondering what to expect coming in and playing New England. That's like as bad of a beginning of a season as you can get on the road against Seattle than on the road in New England. But you know, the Dolphins looked pretty bad when Garoppolo was in the game. And then he gets hurt, and they were able to score some points. So, Well, Brissett, I, I, looked, Brissett looked good when he was in the game as well. This should not, like, we shouldn't kill him. He went 69, 92 yards. Nice. Uh, threw a 37-yard ball. He ran the ball four times, whatever, 12 yards. Um, for, what, for context, uh, New England plays at home against my Houston Texans next week. <laughs> and then they follow that up with the Bills. So they're probably going to, at worst, split these because the Bills stink. Right. So, Houston's really, really good. We'll get to more of that in a minute. The Bills stink. So, I mean, like, the AFC East, man, like, you, this was the year you guys should be bubbling up. Really, no Brady for four games. He had some guy named Jimmy Garoppolo coming in. Turned out he was awesome. Now he's hurt. And now you have Jacoby Brissett and whatever guy uh, Bill Belichick signs off the street. I, I'm assuming... Troy Brown's only 55 years old. We'll probably figure out a way to bring him back to play back emergency quarterback. Or cornerback or whatever position they need him to play. Seriously, like, do, like I, I obviously don't know their practice weapon, but there's no like decent quarterbacks available at this point like on, on the market. So, like, Brett, you, you Brett Favre have, is probably, uh, probably still available. That joke's not funny anymore. I got to tell you, man, he – I don't want to go into this. You're right. That's not funny. I will take a lap. I, I just I look at the Patriots and yeah they're going to be quarterbackless essentially. We'll see what Jacoby Brissett has. I mean at least with Garoppolo he had a couple of years to to really learn under Brady and to kind of sit on the bench and pick up the offense. Brissett's a rookie. He gets thrown into the fire. This kind of goes back to what we were expecting New England to do anyway though when we knew Brady wasn't going to play the first four games and that's run the ball with Legarrette Blunt, which they did with Garoppolo in the game and they they continued to do, to do when Garoppolo went out. Blunt carried the ball 29 times today. He carried the ball over 20 times last week, too, when, when the Patriots beat the Cardinals. I'm not overly concerned with this injury. Again, you know, it's two games, and one is the Texans, which might have been a toss-up with Garoppolo anyway, and then they get the Bills, who who give up 37 points and fire their offensive coordinator as a response to it. So, I mean, I wouldn't worry too much <laughs> about the say it like that, it sounds absurd. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah. Anyway, the Bills, we've mentioned, we've said the word Bills too many times already today. Well, yeah, AFC East stinks. The Jets have the only chance, roster-wise, of competing. And uh, now two games, Jets. Figure it out. Yeah, I mean, and here's a, the thing, too. Wait, t- you said the the Patriots have the the Texans? Yeah, which they'll part, they should lose. Yeah, I mean, that that's a really tough game for them. I don't, I don't know that I, I like it for them. That's right. They do have the Texans. I'm sorry, I, I didn't look this up. I didn't do research. I was listening to the uh, I was listening to Red Zone, and they said the Patriots get the Titans on Thursday night. They made a mistake, not me. Patriots get the Texans. The point I was going to make was they have a short week with a rookie quarterback that has to learn the system. 
it's going to be rough for them to to go into. Oh, they're home. Eh, Patriots are going to win that game. They're going to be four. <laughs> you you have third string quarterback Jacoby Brissett. Brissett. Where, where is it? Brissett. 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 I apologize, and it's not even like I'm not trying to make fun of the guy. Um, <laughs> although I will if he stinks on Thursday. Um, you have third string quarterback beating what appears to be a very good Houston Texans team. Yeah, again, just because they're at home, basically. Right. Yeah. They're, no, it's not because they're at home. It's because they're the Patriots, and they do I don't know witchcraft or something to win their games. Do you? Not... I'm going to be dead serious. Do you yes. think, say, Jacoby Brissett gets food poisoning this week, and they have to call a quarterback? They throw Tebow in there for a Thursday night. No, nope, absolutely not. Johnny, Bill, Ma- Johnny Manziel. Bill, no, Bill Belichick will suit up before either of those two guys. Well, I'm just up. saying, like, how far down the line are you willing to go? We're at Jacoby Brissett, and you're still saying we're going to win. So how far down the quarterback pole could we go? And up, uh, apparently it's white quarterbacks. Wait, is it, yeah, is this hypothetical? <laughs> yeah, or that's or what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, all right, so, like, because I'm trying to give him credit. This is for credit for Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels. Their offense because they went. You love Josh McDaniels so much. Oh, dude, I do. I do. I'm a Denver fan for disclosure, and I still don't hate him, even though he ran that place to the ground. Amazing. Um, so you you had Brady, then he had Matt Castle, then he had. He somehow convinced the world that Ryan Mallett was worthy of some picks. Sure did. Um, then he had Brady back, Garoppolo, now Jac- Jacoby Brissett. I want to know how far down the line we're willing to go until we go. Nope, Belichick can't make that guy work. Uh, dude, I Geno Smith. Make... Oh man, what seriously? Because you... well, let's be honest, Geno Smith's better than Jacoby Brissett. He should be. I yes. don't know anything about Jacoby Brissett. Well, that's what I'm just saying. He should be better than Jacoby Brissett. At the same time, uh, this might be wrong. I was going to say, if you were to ask football fans before the season if they had to start their franchise around one of Jimmy Garoppolo or Geno Smith, most people would have taken Geno. That might not be true. I don't think that's true. I, I don't know. I don't know how people outside like I'm really like you're in New York. I, I found the New York market for some magical reason. So we're both inundated with Jets stuff. I feel like people in the Jets camp area is different. I think nationally people kind of just forgot Geno lives. Yeah, that might be the case. Um, you know, losing your job to Ryan Fitzpatrick and not being able to get it back isn't really a great look for you. At the same time, it's the Jets, so you never really know if it's the talent or the organization. It's kind of hard. It's kind of a fingers-pointing-both-ways situation. I don't know what Geno Smith is. I can't believe we wound up going to Geno Smith, but yes, I think he'd be successful with Bill Belichick as his coach. With with the, these this garbage collection of receivers too. I mean, it's just incredible. I I have Legarrette Blunt on my fantasy football team. I also have Goskowski. Do, so, do they only have white wide receivers? They don't only have white wide. Well, it's, really Amandola, to, it's Amandola. Right, it's Amandola. It's Chris Hogan. It's uh, Julian Edelman. Okay, where's the black guy Ma- coming? Malcolm Mitchell is the black guy. Oh, okay. And Matthew, well, I, you know what? Matthew Slater. I'm going to keep on path of still and Dan Levitard's stick. He said that the black magic he wants to see to finally make Bill Belichick the greatest coach of all time is only play with white cornerbacks. Wow. Which don't, don't exist anymore. They're extinct. Yeah, the, the Patriots score so many points. I don't know that, you know, they, they could put Tebow at cornerback and be fine. Now that we've mentioned Tim Tebow three times today. Well, we need the hits. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the Patriots have a short week. Tim Tebow to, uh, kisses Taylor Swift. <laughs> Donald Trump reacts. Harambe. Right. Yeah, dude. Anyway, go ahead. I feel like you're going to go in. Keep going. Oh, no, no, no. That's it. No, no. I, I'm sure. gonna, yeah, nobody understands SEO Google jokes, so. <laughs> yeah, all, all about that brand. Anyway, let, let's let's pivot here. Let's oh! Stop, you know, let's stop talking about the, the, the Patriots. They're going to go Patriots. 4-0 without Tom Brady. They'll be fine. Jacoby Brissett, shout out. Way to be the next. No, seriously, good luck, Jacoby Brissett, because this is a chance for you to get traded for a second-round draft pick in three weeks. <laughs> Patriots get all the profit. Yeah. Let, let, let's move on to another rookie quarterback who, after a rough week one, kind of found himself a little bit today as Dallas Cowboys get a big divisional win over the Washington Redskins. They go on the road, win 27-23. And what do you know? Dak Prescott looks pretty darn good. Completes 22 of his 30 pass attempts for 292 yards. Didn't throw a touchdown, also didn't throw an interception. But he looked pretty good. He looked pretty in control. He led a big drive in the fourth quarter for them. And the Cowboys look good again today. What, what, what's your takeaway from that game? Yeah, so like I think they were more um, measured this time around. Uh, Elliott looked better. Um, I know Prescott was sacked four times, but that's a little bit misleading. Um, defensively, they do what everybody does with Kirk Cousins, which is basically like 
keep checking down, Kirk, because we know you're not going to throw 50 yards down the field. Um, <laughs> the line pass was 57 yards today, by the way, though. So that was Josh Dotson, um, which was an all in the air. Um, right. Just saying. Uh, it's fair. I think I, I went into this game saying Washington's not good. And I think I feel uh, proved correct. Um, and I also said I think Dak Prescott's going to be a, a work in progress, and I think you kind of saw that. He he played well, not fantastic. Um, their offensive line's still really good. They're deep. I think they're just overall talent solid. I think this is the outcome that I expected, and I kind of think Dallas, talent-wise, has the most talent in the NFC East. It just so happens that they have a rookie quarterback. Right, and I, I think it's it's an interesting thing. It's interesting you said they have the most talent because usually when we think of talent, we think of skill players, and you look at the Redskins and you look at you know a roster that has Josh Doxson, who made that huge play yeah. today, Jamison Crowder, who's awesome, Deshaun Jackson, who's a big-time playmaker, Jordan Reed. Pierre Garçon. Right. Yeah, Pierre Garçon's still decent. You know, We don't know what Whoa, match. Oh, decent. Man, yeah, you just, decent. you're going to bear it. Why are you not doing your fantasy football team? Come on, man. Pierre Garçon's not that good. Why, why do we Whoa. have to... Are we doing this right now? Are we going to go on a Pierre... He had... Whoa. Jeez. Yeah, tell me what he had. <laughs> well, this game... I'm going to tell you last year's stats. <laughs> because last year's stats were not good at all. Uh, all right. Come on. No, he had 72 balls. He got on, 72 man. balls last year for 77, 770 yards. Amazing. Great. Pierre Garçon's awesome. So let, let's move on. You're right. Pierre Garçon's really Mount good. Mount Union, baby. Whoop, whoop. What I was getting to was we talk about talent and who has a lot of talent, and you look at receivers and skill players and think that team has the most talent because they have the most recognizable names. But the Cowboys have such a good offensive line and good tight ends, and you look at the receiving core of Cole Beasley and name another one that's not Des Bryant, and you wonder how good the Cowboys actually are. What do you know? Des Bryant has a bounce-back game, catches seven balls for 102 yards. Ezekiel Elliott has a nice game running two. Cowboys have as much talent as anybody in that division, if not the most. So I was saying I agree with you about the Cowboys being really talented. And Dak Prescott's a good guy to, to be the quarterback for that team. He showed it today. He didn't look like he was trying to do too much, which was one of the things I was worried about for him coming into the season. We know in college, Dak relied on his legs a lot. Obviously, he has a big arm, but the NFL is different. And we're seeing Dak Prescott become a little bit more of a pocket quarterback. And I thought he looked really good today. No, I'm I'm totally with you, and I think it's gonna be. I think by the time he starts looking good, like like more comfortable, Romo will be healthy, and I think Dallas will be all right. I I think so too. But th- this was a good week for him, and I'm sure a lot of people that jumped off his bandwagon last week are regretting it. And the Cowboys, same people that jumped on the Jaguar Jaguars bandwagon. Yeah, they probably regret that one big time today. But um, this is yeah, why you don't overreact after one game. Absolutely not, especially in the NFL. One guy that you didn't re- overreact to last week <laughs> who you think sucks. <laughs> uh, it's your boy. We're getting yeah. into it right now. All right, let's do this. Trevor Simeon. He, he stinks. Sucks. He stinks. I mean, I don't know what else to put this. Um... The Broncos won, by the way. The Broncos beat the Colts. The Colts' defense was completely ravaged coming into the game. They had no secondary. By the time the, sec- the game was over, they, they had seven people out of their secondary missing. Yeah, that's seven. not good. And they weren't good to begin with before being injured. No, but. correct. That's important to note as well. So you're 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 basically playing scrubs and the secondary. Um, so Simeon's numbers it's misleading. Twenty two and thirty three, two sixty six. He did throw a pick, a horrible pick that should have been returned to the house, but Deion Butler's leg caved underneath the poor guy. A um, couple things with Simeon I want to note. He he short balls a ton of passes. He's very inaccurate. The strong arm, I'm doing air quotes, that everybody swore he has isn't real. Um, to his credit, he's kind of mobile in the kind of way that he somehow runs into sacks. I know he was only sacked home today, but he ran into it. Um, listen, man, Denver's really good everywhere else. Their defense is obviously phenomenal. They have two of the two of some of the best cornerbacks in the league, Chris Harris and uh, Tlaib. They have, I'd argue, the best linebacking core in all the NFL. They have a solid defensive line. Their offensive line is fair. They have a really good running game. The receivers are out of their mind. And then you have Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Who, who's, who's, who's been early Peyton Manning is bad. Like, th- short, short throwing balls to the ground and uh, forcing a couple passes. He's lucky guys like Demarius Thomas are just athletic marvels and can make up for the action. But he's, he's not good. So... 
now you know why they were hoping Mark Sanchez would come in and just be competent. Because Trevor Simeon's not. Yeah, he's not, and I, I think it's only a matter of time until he hands that job over to Paxton Lynch. It's surprising that a guy who wasn't that good in college isn't that good in the <laughs> NFL. And I, it's funny that you brought up the whole Peyton Manning thing, the bad Peyton Manning thing, because the Broncos were able to win even with that guy as their quarterback, and part of it was it's surprising they could win with his shortcomings, but at the same time, Trevor Simeon's doing a lot of the things that Manning was able able to do in terms of short passes and bubble screens and going over the middle. And he's, it's Simeon's credit, he's, he'll try to throw a deep ball. He just, doesn't look good. No, no, like this, this whole big arm that I was, I feel like me as a fan, I was promised, is a lie. <laughs> yeah, big time, big time. And I, I'm a little disappointed. I was really hoping we get a little more Virgil Green going in these first couple games. Well, he but... played, well, he had a huge, uh, not, not, it doesn't help the fantasy team, but he had a pivotal first down. Guy went to go tackle him, and Big one. Virgil Big just, like, stuck out his claws, and he's like, get off me, human. Right, and that's another thing that's just kind of a testament to how talented this team is and, and the skill players that they have and how they're really going to find a way to succeed in spite of Simeon. I mean, this game came down to the last two minutes. Andrew Luck almost had an—well, he did. He had an opportunity for another drive. Colts get the ball back down 26-20 to 20 with two minutes to go. And Von Miller, who I don't know how we haven't mentioned his name. Yeah, yet. right. He's probably the most dominant player in football. Like it's unbelievable. He had three sacks today, right? Yep, he had three sacks today. He gets a big strip sack over there in the last two minutes of the game, taking the ball away from Luck and forcing a defensive touchdown for the Broncos to kind of put that game away. But again, you know, the Broncos got two impressive wins over two really good teams, and their quarterback has not looked good in either of the games. Would Obviously, you trade? Would you trade straight up <laughs> Jacoby Brissett for Trevor Simeon? Uh, I don't know, man. That, that's kind of a grass is always greener type of thing. I, I think, again, I think Trevor Simeon's doing the things that Gary Kubiak needs him to do, and he's doing enough that... Yeah, Kubiak Broncos- just desperately doesn't want to put in the 22-year-old rookie. That's basically what it is. That's it. Right, that's what it seems like. And I don't again, blame him because you have a Super Bowl team everywhere else. So you're just, you're praying to goodness for competence, or even near competence. Because Simeon's near competent. Like, I don't want to say, like, he's just... Like I said, he's horrible. He's not playing Gabbard. Uh, Blaine Gabbard was bad today. Dude, I would way rather have Blaine Gabbard than Trevor Simeon. Uh, sample size says no. Yeah, I mean, but that doesn't... That's not fair to, to Gabbard. I didn't think Gabbard looked... I mean, he didn't look good today, but I didn't think he looked terrible today against Carolina, who is amazing and was at home. No, 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 that, that's fair, but I'm just saying, like... Yeah, yeah, I mean, he looked bad today, and he's bad his whole career. <laughs> like, right. I'm not making a case here for Blaine Gabbard. I just think Trevor All right, Blaine Gabbard or Jacoby Brissett? <laughs> Again, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be dead, I'm dead serious question. Rank them. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby. Three. Listen to me. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Blaine Gabbard. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett, Geno Smith, Trevor Simeon. Lord. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo is clearly number one. <laughs> Clearly, uh, I I don't know, man. I think I go Gino too, but I'm the wrong person to ask this. So I go Garoppolo, Gino, Gabbert, Brissett, Brissett, and Simi. It's so great, though. You have guys that are not going to see any time in, in the league ahead of a guy that might lead a team, not lead a team, be on a team that goes to the Super Bowl. But dude, what? Here's here is your twist. What if Garoppolo's shoulder injury is really bad? Tom Brady gets hurt. And this is Brissett's team the rest of the way. I'm, uh, I'm here for the ride. We'll become the Jacoby Brissett show. Yeah, I hate the Patriots, but I will definitely sign in for that. Here's the thing. And I was here for the Garoppolo stuff, too. The guy was here for Garoppolo being great. Yeah. Here's the thing, and here's why I'm awful. You just had me rank a guy who I didn't know existed in the world <laughs> until 25 minutes. And you ranked him ahead of Trevor there you go. That is a good way to cap up our Trevor Simeon sucks point of the show. What, one more thing that you and I were kind of discussing before we started recording. You asked me if Andrew Luck's even good. Yes. I think he's really good still. I know a lot of people kind of can't stand him because they feel like he's been overhyped. You know, may, maybe he's, I don't know, he gets a little bit more credit than he's due or he has in the past. I mean, his first couple of years, it was arguable whether, you know, he was the best of his rookie class. Russell Wilson could have been better than him, might feasibly be better than him today. I, I still think Andrew Luck's really good. I don't think it's as much about the hype around him, about what he does on the football field. I, I really like him a lot. I think he's good. Why don't you think Andrew Luck is good? Why do you no, hate Andrew? no, no, I don't. 
all right, in the pre-show, I said, I think he's good. I just don't think he's great. And then I was like, how many great quarterbacks are there, are there actually? And we both kind of agreed it's Cam Newton and Aaron Rodgers, right? That's it? Yeah, and Brady. Wouldn't help. Yeah, but he's not playing right now. Right. Or, oh, like today. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's Rodgers, it's Newton. And then you have guys that are very, very good. And I, I have Andrew Luck in the very good category. Like, I have him with Roethlisberger and stuff. Right, and Drew Brees. Don't forget Drew Brees. Is, I, I didn't even see the Saints game today. Was he good? Uh, he wasn't great today. That was that was a pretty close game, actually. But uh, I don't know. Maybe the Giants' defense is legit. I don't know. Anyway, back, back to Andrew Luck. I think Andrew Luck's good. Good talk. Uh, I think he has a weird beard. He's aged very poorly. Um... Is he married? I hope he's married. This man has he aged poorly. He's going bald in all weird areas. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's let's. He's already twenty-seven, by the way. Do you know that? Is he that old? Yeah, like like. Well, he's he's in his fifth season. I think right. we forget like if because it does. I do this all the time. Like I keep thinking it's only his third year in the NFL. It's his fifth. Right. Yeah. That that I knew. I just I don't know. We don't age anymore. Once you know, we as hit, soon like, as you hit thirty, for the younger viewers, like you kind of lose track, and everybody's just. They don't age. Yeah, man. So shout out to Andrew Luck, who's not aging well. Well, like, uh, off topic, when you meet somebody and you ask them their age, aren't you always shocked to find out that they're older than you thought they were? I guess. I don't know. I, I hate to be that guy. I don't really ask people their age much. No, but, like, like when you find out. Like, not when you ask. Like, <laughs> when you meet someone and you ask them their age. Like, no, like, when you too. figure out, like, say you and your fiance go out and she's like, oh, that's my friend from back in the day. And then she's like, Oh, he's forty-eight or something. Like he's forty-eight. He looks like he's thirty-five. I actually, I do all the time. I'm being difficult for no reason. Literally yeah. happens to me. Old. Andrew Luck's the only guy that works the opposite way. Like that, you're not older than that. You look like you're fifty. Correct. I, in his forties, he looks like he's in his late thirties. All right, let, let's move on from Andrew Luck, who suffered Andrew a Luck's slander. Yeah, word up, Andrew Luck. I think you're good. Joe thinks you're old. No, I, I said he was very. I just found him second tier. I said you. Oh, he's, he's old. old. He is old. He's old, buddy. He's old. Right. So anyway, LeBron talk- James or Jacoby Brissett? <laughs> a quarterback? <laughs> or, yeah. I mean, Allen Iverson or Jacoby Brissett? Dude. Peak Allen Iverson. Peak, peak high school Allen Iverson? Yeah. Greg Paulus or Allen Iverson? Anyway. Oh, speaking I, of Andrew I, Luck, speaking of Andrew Luck, the great we're, da- we're dating ourselves here. Because I, I would get like the legit excited for that conversation, but nobody knows what we were talking about. All right. I have a new absurd question. All right. Let's, let's keep... No, no. I like your other one. All right. We're going to keep talking about football, Joe. We Miss just talked about elite quarterbacks. Chelsea. And Is that how you say it? Chelsea? Chelsea, yes. In Manchester United. Yeah, we're talking about football now. Could you Barcelona. imagine? Could you imagine if we had to do a whole soccer episode? It would be probably worse than this episode's been. Uh, this episode's been awesome. I think we'd have to have a guest on. Yeah, it's t- they just ask questions. Be like, is Messi here? Where would it go? Is Messi? Is he elite? Messi? Yeah. Anyway, man, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson today. Seattle no Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks lose nine to three to the freaking Rams, who got shut out by the 49ers the other night. What is happening in the NFC West besides Arizona being really good? Anyway, I just I was watching that game for a little bit. I'd be lying if I said I watched a lot of it because why the hell would you watch that game? Nine three, baby. It appears Russell Wilson's ankle is not anywhere near a hundred percent. Last week, I, I think it was in Dominican Sue went down on it, and if it wasn't him, it was someone else on the Dolphins going out on a leap there. But it, it looked like Russell Wilson's really hurt. You know, not hurt enough to miss games, but hurt enough that you're going to lose to the Rams. And not not to not give credit to the Rams, their defensive line really showed up this week after they looked awful last week. But I cannot believe the Seahawks lost this game. Um, I could. The Rams are always good to beat. They are. The Rams historically kind of lump on the Seahawks when the Seahawks are good. Right. Um, These ugly games. Every yeah, and they're year, all ugly. Um, here's what my takeaway from this game. The Rams still stink. Right? Like, nobody, like just because they beat the Seahawks, nobody thinks too good. The concern here is with Russell Wilson and his health. Um, and uh, you think they would have ran the ball a little bit more today instead of throwing about 35 times. Well, uh, Thomas Rolls did get hurt in that game. Well, I know, but Christy right? Michael had a good game. And why, why is why did C.J. Proceis not get in touches? Oh, man, Joe wants answers about C.J. Proceis. So, well, I'm, I'm looking at the box score now. So, Christy Michael had a good game, 10 for 60, Russell Wilson, another 5-14, Alex Collins, Whoever that is, two two carries for zero yards. Where's CJ Proceis? Well, that's what I'm saying. Thomas Rawls, seven carries for negative seven yards. His line was four. Blah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's shocking that a rookie who received hype for everything he did in OTAs is not all of a sudden an all-pro player out of the gate. I no, think. I'm just – listen, we, we had this conversation off here as well. Teams seem to be going away from the two quarterbacks, two, two running back system, and it seems like guys are trying – like, on the other side, Todd Gurley got all the carries. In right. the Broncos game, C.J. Anderson got most of the carries, and – D'Angelo Williams carried the ball 32 times today. Yeah, and he's 9,000 years old. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, you know, like, if you're Seattle and your quarterback's not feeling great and you're playing a – and I, Rams' defense is actually good. Like, there's actually a ton of talent on Rams' defense. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. So uh, it all comes down to Jeff Fisher and that magical mustache why they're not winning more games. And the fact that Case King is the quarterback. But uh, you think they would run the ball a little bit more? Like they only they ran the ball twenty four times as a team, but five times came from Russell Russell Wilson. And I don't know right. who Alice Collins is, so I can't even comment on whatever he does. He's a running back. He's a rookie, <laughs> so he got carries over CJ Pro. I'm I'm done with you, Seattle. Yeah, he's done with Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, you're the well. That gets you and your age a little bit in bad tweets, buddy. Way to give it away. All right, let, let's move on from this game. I Again, I can't believe the Seahawks lost. Good for the Rams, I guess. Good for Jeff Fisher. Way to earn that three-year extension. Yeah, you and your mustache. Now i got to slap that thing on Twitter sometime this week. 14 weeks away or 14 games away from being 8-8 eight and eight or 7-9. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you're going to Congratulations. Watch. You're 500. Anything we can else? end the season today. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. He's He's gotten back to where he wants to be. Anything yeah. else stick out to you from week two, Joe? Yes. Jameis Winston and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, doing, you mean they're not good? Well, we weren't expecting them to. We were expecting them to not be this bad. At least Jameis Winston, we weren't expecting to throw for four picks. Not throw for four. Throw four picks. And you for him. It's okay. Yeah, you know, they didn't run the ball either. They didn't run twenty. Yeah, D- Doug Martin got hurt in that game. Actually, he hurt his hamstring. I I think it was his hamstring, which is a interesting injury for a guy nicknamed. Muscle hamstring or muscle hamster? <laughs> oh wow, Jared! No. You know, you know what he wants his nickname to be. What does he want his nickname to be? Doug or not? <laughs> does he really? That's I a- don't know. I heard it on Madden the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Our night shows are not good. Anyway, I think this is the best show we've ever done. I digress. Uh, I'm, I'm with you a little bit. I think I said it the other day. I was really interested in seeing what the Bucks did against a good team like Arizona. They beat up on the Falcons, and the Falcons are not great. I'm not a big Falcons guy. They did beat people. Oakland today. Yeah, they, they did beat Oakland. That, that game was pretty good, actually. Um, yeah, Steve, thanks. Just, like, let it go. Let me say something wrong and not correct me in the, in the moment, please. Uh, I, I'm sorry. You know right. who wouldn't correct you? Who wouldn't? I don't, no, Jacoby no, no. Brisson. This is the Jacoby Brissett episode. Brissett, I just don't want to end this last week. Yeah, you did, you did not say the right name. We are off the rails. Woo! So the Card- Cardinals get a big win against Let's the Let's go streaking! I'm, I am not going streaking, but I, I'm with you. I was pretty interested in this game. We It was a shutout after one, and then Cardinals scored 24 points in the second quarter and bury the Bucks. They got a lot of pressure on Jameis today. Jameis did not look great. He overthrew a bunch of balls. Miss Mike Evans a bunch, too. Um, Mike Who still Evans, has a good game? Yeah, Mike Evans is a very large human being, so it's pretty hard to meet him. <laughs> miss him, rather. It's very easy to meet him. No, it's not. Have you ever met him? Have I ever met him? Zero Well, I haven't been in Tampa. Joe, you go to Tampa and you meet Mike Evans and let me know how it goes. Anyway, you pay for my airfare, I'll make it happen. And Adam Humphreys emerged in this game. I don't know what that is. He caught <laughs> six balls for 67 yards. <laughs> don't need to go any further on this. I saw Austin Safarian Jenkins caught a ball. and went Oh, nuts. he's the best. He went nuts after he caught the ball, which was his second catch of the season or something like Good that. Good for him. Enjoy the moment. You only live once. I'm not a big ASJ guy. But You're not? Nope. We don't need to talk about this game anymore. I'm surprised we talked about it as long as we Can we did. talk about Will Fuller again? Dude, go in, man. Talk right. about your boys. You are such a Houston Texans fan. All right. Well, no, I, this is all I want to say about Will Fuller. So I went, I think on Friday I mentioned how awesome he was. And before the season I mentioned how awesome he was. And now I have a second game to tell you again how awesome he is. He had four catches for 104 yards. Uh, no touchdowns this week. But so far through two games he has nine catches for 211 yards and a touchdown. Serious question. You're starting a franchise. You need a quarterback. Will Phil Fuller or Jacoby Brissett? <laughs> a quarterback? Uh, <laughs> Serious question. We are on. 
do bad treats. Let's do bad treats. Let's do music. Frank and Jamie's with the side of some racism. Many hot takes. Some of them. Bad tweets. Are you ready for my bad tweet? Let's do it, man. All that right. music gets me ready. Oh, it's, it's one of the best segment music in the history of podcasts that are recorded a day before they're supposed to. Um, so. This is from Dan Levy at Dan Levy Thinks. He should have thought before he sent this tweet. Booyah. Pete Carroll is the oldest coach in the NFL, question mark. And here I thought it was Andy Reid's mustache. Womp, womp, womp. It was just a bad the, joke. That's all. It was just a very bad the, joke. The noise in the background is me slapping my knee. That is, in fact, a bad tweet by the definition. Um, I don't have anything to add to that. No, no, we just wanted to point out, like, hey, here's this really bad joke. Yeah, Dan Levy thinks. Maybe you should have thought about that one before you did it. Did yeah, it? think yeah, before man. you tweet. That should All be right. your handle. Think Speak- before you tweet, Dan Levy thinks. <laughs> Speaking of thinking before you tweet, J.R. Smith. We also have no problem with Dan Levy or Levy no. or whatever. We're just making fun of that tweet. Absolutely. I'm sure he's going to be upset when he listens to this special Sunday night edition of the Relatively Speaking podcast. Anywho, oh man, my cat is attacking my headphone wires. Not good. I feel like if the podcast, if there was a Dude Where's My Car podcast, this would be it. Dude Where's My Car? Why? Because my cat is attacking my headphones? No, because we're all over the place. Like, we we spent like 20 minutes talking about Jacoby Brissett and pronounced it correct twice. If you think that's the last time we're going to Jacoby Brissett, you got something coming to you. Anyway, J.R. Smith. Speaking what do we have coming? You'll find out. Speaking of speaking, don't threaten me with a good time. I can't transition from anything to anything, so I'm just going to move on. My bad tweet today is from the real J.R. Smith, who got into a war of words of sorts with one Darrell Revis. The bad tweet that we're going to talk about is from J.R. on at 11:37 on Friday night. J.R. Smith tweets. Don't be sensitive. Be better. Respect that someone got you, and let that feeling remind you not to let it happen again. So, in case you missed it, J.R. Smith tweets Thursday night after the the Jet game something about Revis Island being open all day long or something. Darrell Revis saw it and essentially said, really? You're the one that's criticizing me? Look in the mirror, bro. And then the two of them had a little bit of back and forth. J.R. Smith seemed to be really upset about this. Like, he tweeted, like, nine things after it like damn i can't make a joke everybody's making jokes and i can't make a joke and then he tried to get serious about it which was the tweet that we just tweeted like yeah if something bad happens just learn from it because that's what i do that's what i do yeah, jr smith nine champion jr smith right that's what i do i didn't i just get suspended for untying shoelaces and i learn i don't know listen jr is on a high right now no pun intended he just won his championship <laughs> yeah, listen, he's, he's in the off season he just wants to go away some hype Right, he's wait, He's playing golf every day, waiting to get his contract, which is like a whole other issue. I cannot believe J.R. Smith has not been signed yet. It's freaking almost October, and we don't know what team he's playing basketball for next year. But J.R. Smith and Darrell Revis, that, that's not good Twitter beef. I don't think either one of them got too upset. Um, Darrell Revis also tweeted, I can't respect someone who has never played the position, so it's best you take a back seat on this one, bro, bro. Way to go, Revis. See, th- this is like Revis's best defensive job of the season. He really clamped up on JR. <laughs> oh, that was a good joke, Jared. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. Did Did you see these tweets happening? Uh, no, I, I I didn't see them in real time. I, I saw them since, and uh, yeah, JR was really, really, really involved there. And Darrell was just kind of like, nah, bro, not going to happen. Then JR was like, no, it's going to happen. He's going to keep tweeting till it happens. Yeah, he, like, retweeted everybody that tweeted at him, like, damn, Revis is sensitive. <laughs> he was like, yeah, right? What's wrong with him? It, it was and all Revis said like, was like, hey, like, you're not the dude that should be criticizing people. <laughs> oh. Too, like, I'm in a bad tweet. We have not, I'm not, like, upset. You know, obviously, I'm not upset. I don't care that he got this. Them, like, are wrong for, to each other. I just thought it was funny that JR tweeted something about how someone else should take a high road. I mean, and again, no pun intended. But, yeah, that, that's fun. It's fun when you get bad tweets and, and Twitter beef. If you could have any two people beef on Twitter, who would it be? Boom, put you on the spot. Well, I'll tell you, that, that one right there, Darrell Reeves and J.R. Smith, is not a horrible combination, too. Um, how far, because I have some, like, two guys that kind of jumped to my head. How, how, how big of a beef, like? Not like Biggie and Tupac beef, like no, the J.R. Smith. No, I don't want anybody dying. 
But like, 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 the, like this is gonna be like a one tweet off. Like they're gonna go full on, like maybe like for three or four hours going at each other on Twitter. Yeah, like you know, do something like a uh, a Jay Mariotti and. Uh, oh, I was thinking like I was thinking like Bomani Johnson play Travis. Yeah, but they they do that. That's like regular, isn't it? No, Bum- Clay. Bomani tries not to give into it, but and yeah, and Clay Clay tries to get all those like little Clayites at him. It's it's like when I first got on Twitter and I like started getting followers and I'd be like, oh man, I should tweet this because so and so will think this if I tweet it. I feel like that's what goes through Clay Travis's head all day long regarding Bomani Jones. Like I should tweet this so I can get a reaction from Bomani. Yeah, that's pretty much. Well, then who do you think? Who do you who do you have? I think I would love to see Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith argue on Twitter with each other. Oh. I know that sounds really stupid, but I would love to see it be like personal and not like, yeah, we're getting paid to do this and to be buffoons, but like. One of them releases something, like, personal about the other one. Like, yeah, when we work together, this happened, and you're a piece of garbage. I got it. Magic Johnson and Taylor Swift. Wow. I, do we need an explanation, or? No, I mean, Magic... Magic Johnson might be the worst tweeter ever. Correct. And Taylor Swift has this brand that she tries to shine into perfect diamonds, right? So then you have, like, Oblivious Magic and Perfect Diamonds Taylor battling out on Twitter. It'd just be so weird. It does sound weird. I, I, like, I like weird. Like, I like when it's weird. Like, I like when it's Chris somebody Brown and from, Jenny Johnson, when no, it's like that. Well, I like it's when it's, like, somebody from one world jumping into somebody else's world and not being as in that world. So, like, they think they're coming in with this awesome take, and it's like, no, you're not. And they, that other person from that world devours them. Amen. Hopefully we get more good Twitter beef coming up. I'm looking Wait, forward. Where's the beef? To it. You ready to move on to some absurd questions? Yeah, let's, uh... Executive producer with the mustache over there in the corner. Hit the music. Let's get weird. <laughs> it is time for the absurd questions portion of the podcast. Absurd questions. All right, Jared, I'm going to lead off absurd questions. Are you ready? Do it. All right. You have two options. I only get to pick one. Great. You could have every channel in the history of whatever is available on TV right now. And, but it's only in standard depth. Or you could have your choice of 20 channels and they're in HD. You know, that's actually a good question. And a lot of the times I say that's a good question. It's really just to buy myself time. I think that's like a really good question because there's a huge difference. And you need that HD, especially where we are in life now. It's However, choice. I'm going to take the former of the two choices. Whoa. I'm going to go with everything. Every channel ever. I'll adjust, man. I'll get used to standard definition. Maybe a lot of the things I want to watch will look fine in standard def. Like, Do you watch channels. more than 20 channels? See, that that's the interesting part, is I probably don't watch more than 20 channels, Like, and I could do without the other ones. You know, I, you just I want think, those porn channels. You don't care if the, the reception's not great. You did say every channel ever. So does that yeah. mean I get pay-per-view also? And like, Yeah, all of it. But it's in Dude, it's standard come on. It's not, even any, it's not even anything to think about. But those I'll 20 channels, back. you could pick the pay-per-view. Uh, that that's a good point too, and I could pick the porn stations. I bet. Yeah, oh. like play, like like. Uh-huh. I bet you if you went down with a list, you could find twenty channels and fit in the Playboy and the pay per view, and have plenty of room left over for sports, and then like whatever other you watch. Like you know, this is about to get off topic, and I might get in trouble for it. But whoa, what, what whoa, of, they're not saying. <laughs> what kind of cable? Nobody provider? listens to this late in the podcast. Go ahead. What <laughs> what cable provider do you have? Uh, Directv. Have like. I my my father in law my soon to be father in law has Directv also and whenever we go to his home where he has his Directv we always search <laughs> through the channels and like the last twenty channels so like if you have Directv you know you get your local channels and then it's about one hundred and fifty channels of garbage and then your channels start again in like the early two hundreds right yes we're on the same page here yeah those channels leading up to two hundred after the pay per view there's got to be like nineteen porno channels in there. Like I, I read through them, and sometimes I don't even realize like what I'm looking at, and it's I won't say anything, but it's porn name, and I'm like, whoa, 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 what, what is? Well, no, that's weird. On my direct TV, the the porn channels start right after Showtime. Interesting. So like it goes, but right before the NFL Sunday Ticket, in the like the six hundred range, <laughs> right? So like it goes Showtime, and then like whatever, like what other pay channels there are, then it goes. Playboy, Hustler, whatever, whatever. And then it's NFL Red Zone. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's cool that we're talking about porn channels now. I just feel like there's a Have lot Have you of- ever seen any of the Emmanuel and Space movies on Cinemax? No, I haven't. I, I have to be completely honest with you. 
I have not watched Cinemax in like aside from like movies. Like I haven't watched like Cinemax After X. Dark. Yeah, yeah, I haven't exactly if that's what it's called. It's, it's called Skinamax, I believe. Right. You know, I haven't watched any any porn Max stuff since I was like single digits childhood. I was. You know, can I that, say something by the way? Because, yeah, because most people that watch are very young, like maybe even prepubescent, like they're just curious little kids wanting to figure it out. Right. That's very misleading what Cinemax does in those movies because you think that's how it works, and that's not how it works at all. Has that like shaped your life in one way or the other? Well, like they they make it seem like everybody's Ken and Barbie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, porn sets bad examples <laughs> for what real sex is like. We're here, folks. This is where we are. I will take standard definition. <laughs> I would go up high def. I can I can live with just I here's the thing, like what kills me is I probably only watch like twenty three channels. So it'd be really hard to give up like the science channel. I really like the science channel. Yeah, I mean, where else can you get Star Trek reruns all day long? That's not the Star Trek. I mean, not, of, not sci-fi channel, oh, the science channel. Like, I like, science like about stuff about space and the galaxy and thought about, hey, government, why we're on this topic? Hey, let's like get this NASA thing going here. We need to figure out how to colonize Mars and stuff. Wow, that's that's important. What you just mentioned. That's well, big. seriously. Like, what's going to happen? Like, you know, like I. This is also a true story. I can't remember where I heard it. So our life expectancies, not ours, but like our our kids and their kids, like it's going to get like a much much longer. And then you, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about actually. Neil deGrasse Thomas. Tyson, Tyson, Tyson. Yeah. And and he brought up a great point. He's like, you know, like that sounds great, but he's like, where are we going to put all the people? So let's start colonizing some of these places, guys. NASA, you're smart people. It'll happen at some point. I am fully confident it will. Not, I mean, our, not in our lifetimes, but yeah. No. I want, but I want. I'm selfish. I want to see it. That's cool, man. I dig it. I dig it. I wow. don't spend 20 hours a week watching the Science Channel and see somebody else get to see it. That's cool, man. I'm not even up on Science Channel. I don't think it's anything I'd be interested in. Anyway, space just, is space in the ocean. The only two last great exploration places. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> well, right. we've, already, we've already discovered almost everything else on Earth outside of the ocean, which right. is just a spooky place. And space. And, and space. So we've discovered land. We just have to get the rest of it. The yeah. hard-to-reach hard spots. Well, That's... do you think, like, like, part, like when you were a kid, didn't you kind of want to be, like, an adventurer? There's nowhere left to adventure. And I'm too scared of the ocean to adventure in there, and I'm not good at math, so I'm going to adventure into the sky. These are all good points, man. Maybe, you know what you should do? You should reach out to um, to your boy, Jacoby Brissett, and see if you can get him. <laughs> to throw me? <laughs> throw me down his face. <laughs> or throw you in the ocean, either way. All right. Dude, I'm, I'm terrified of the water. I'm not really terrified of the water as much as being in the middle of an ocean. That's just like... Oh, that seems terrifying. Like, oh. Yeah, the, like, going to the beach where there's, like, a lot of fun things to do is, like, enough of a turnoff to me. I don't think I want to be did, did you Have you ever gone on a cruise? I've never gone on a cruise, no. Let me tell you something. They're, they're great. Until you realize, oh, my God, if something goes wrong, I'm going to die because there's nowhere to go. Right, yeah. You're, like, stuck in the middle there. I mean, I'm imagining enough stuff doesn't go poorly. Like, aside from the Titanic, we really haven't had many, you know, tragedies occur on cruise ships. So, I don't know. I think you've got to have confidence in that. It's like flying, dude. Like, have you ever flown anywhere? It's like oh, my anxiety's so bad. I, I freak out. I remember on our honeymoon, we kept we went to St. Lucia. We had to kept circling because of weather, and like the whole trip, like we flew out of Atlanta. And I'm like, my heart's palpitating. I'm like, why are they circling? Why? And I, I was like, I'm never flying again. But then yeah, I had to fly. Not since well, I had to fly back, and that's the name of fall. Wow, you stuck to your word. Well, I, I'm poor, so I couldn't even fly even if I had a chance. Come on, sound cool here. Sound cool for a minute. All yeah, right. I stuck up to my word. <laughs> yeah, I have morals. Uh, I didn't. I didn't conquer any of my fears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to stick with the standard definition answer there. And what I would do is instead of watching things on HD televisions, I would just buy like a hundred inch TV and watch it on that, and it would be fine. Oh, I, I mean, that, I think that I, I'm. You're right. Like eventually, you would grow used to it. Right. But like, I have a. Uh, a standard def TV in my daughter's playroom, and like whenever I come down to play with them and have the TV on the background, it's just like you're like, "What the hell is this? How did I live with that in my whole life?" You know what I mean? But we did it. Yeah, no, we did it. All right, so I'm gonna move on to my absurd hashtag. Question. We did it. Hashtag. I was trying to think it. of a different hashtag, and I forgot what the hashtag was called. It's uh, squad goals. Hashtag squad goals. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Jacoby Brissett. If Jacoby Brissett listens to the show, he's going to be so disappointed. No, Jacoby, we're root- we just we're, we did say we were rooting for him, correct? 
I said he was better than Trevor Simeon. Listen, how, how does that make us feel about Paxton Lynch? Will we have Geno Smith, Jacoby Brissett, everybody in the league ahead of Trevor Simeon with Paxton Lynch can't start? Again, this is aggressive. Where's Jared Goff? Jared oh my Goff. god, Jared Goff is below them all. Jared Goff may not be an actual quarterback. <laughs> does, Jared, does Jared Goff start for the Houston College football team? Oh no, uh, does he start does he start ahead of that kid from Louisville, Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson. I'm really glad we found a way to work Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he was awesome. I like did you see Michael Vick's tweet about him? I did. That's pretty cool. Oh, anyway, that- no, he does not start over Lamar Jackson. Not even close. <laughs> he stinks, man. Are you kidding me? This guy is like not good. He's not Trevor good. Simeon, right? We're talking about himself? Oh, I was talking about Jared Goff, but sure. Oh, no, was, yeah, Jared, Jared Goff. Yeah, oh, yeah. Trevor Jared. Simeon doesn't start over Lamar Jackson. Absolutely not. <laughs> Lamar, dude, we have to real quick say that Michael Vick, Michael Vick tweeted out that I wasn't that good when I was in college. Yeah. Like, like, about, like, like not like a, I wasn't that good, but like I wasn't as good as Lamar Jackson was the point he was making. And Lamar Jackson apparently idolized him growing up. So That had to be super cool for him. Yeah, cool thing. Do you and know really, they were trying to move, not make him play quarterback this year? No, I did not know that. Yeah, that's, I guess they want him to play receivers. <laughs> that sounds wildly stupid. Uh, he's amazing. FSU got the crap beat out of them by him the other night. He delivered the fade by himself. He is like, he's an awesome. He's I a video want, game. Like if you put Madden on rookie, put up, put the quarterbacks ratings everything at ninety nine. That's what get. that's what that's what you get. Yeah, I don't watch enough college football, but I have tuned in to watch him, and he's just a world beater. He's very impressive. He's very fun. If you're not watching Louisville football, do that for that, and the chance to buy the Petrino, wax around the neck, please. Yeah, man. All right, let's 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 move on. Speaking of greatness, mm-hmm. as you know, we are recording on Sunday night, and tonight there's more than just Sunday night football on television. There are the Emmys, Ooh. which celebrate TV greatness. Mm-hmm. I, I like the Emmys a lot because I wind up watching more television than I watch uh, <laughs> movies or anything like that, so... It's usually stuff I can relate to. So for my absurd question, I'm going to ask you some Emmys categories, and you're going to tell me who you think is going to win. Cool? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, all right. Let's start off with <laughs> – I have the, the website up. All right. Let's start with the most intriguing category there is. I'm lying. Best drama series. Uh-huh. All right. Don't tell me which ones you haven't watched. Just pick a winner. Okay. All right. We have The Americans. Mm-hmm. We have Game of Thrones. House of Cards, mm. Downton Abbey in mm. its last season, Better Call Saul, Mr. Robot, and Homeland. Joe, who wins? Mr. Robot. All right. I am going to say that the Americans wins. Best comedy series. Can I, uh, can I pick who I like and who I think is going to win? Uh, sure. Who do All you right. like? I like Mr. Robot. You like I, Mr. Robot. Yeah, I think, um, what's the other show you called? Downton Abbey? Uh, yeah, Downton Abbey, The Americans, Game of Thrones. I, I, I think I know. I think Americans win. I, I like Mr. Robot though. Yeah. What about Better Call Saul? Oh no, I like Mr. Better Call Saul a lot too. I just is the, I don't know if that's on enough people's radar yet. Well, I mean, it only has to be on the voters' radar. That's all that matters. So here it's we true. go. Let's move on. Best comedy series. <laughs> Joe, who wins between Veep, Transparent, <laughs> Silicon Valley, Modern Family, Master of None? Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Blackish. The only shows of those I haven't really seen are Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Transparent. I hear Transparent's incredible. Blackish will win. I like Master of That'd be awesome if Blackish wins. I have to tell you, that show is like the best show on ABC. Modern Family is obviously still very good. They're probably going to wind up winning because I just feel like they win every year. But I'd be very happy if Blackish won. I really like Aziz Ansari. Master of None would be great too. Also, Silicon Valley. Like I didn't think this season was its best season. Um, but I, I really like that show a lot too. All right, moving on. <laughs> Best actor in the drama. I only series. seen one of those shows, by the way. Which Blackish? No, I saw Masters of Master of Master None. None. You don't watch Silicon Valley? No, isn't that on the pay channel? Yeah, it's on a pay channel. See, here's, here's why you won all the channels in Standard Def. Anyway, Best <laughs> Actor in a Drama Series: Kyle Chandler, your boy. Uh, what's it? What, what's his name? Coach, 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 Teacher. Solid curl show reference. Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor. I know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> Didn't you? Come on. You're not a, what's it called? The Friday Night Lights guy? No. Really? No. I watch, I never watched the TV show ever. I've seen the same episode twice. So <laughs> Kyle Chandler for Bloodline. Rami Malek for Mr. Robot. Mr. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Oh. Matthew Rice. I don't even know who that is. For the Americans. Leave Schreiber for Ray Donovan. Ooh. And Kevin Spacey for House of Cards. All right. So I like a lot of these actors. Cool. Who's uh, going to I hope Bob gets it. I, I got really the Bob in this one. Yeah, I, I hope he does. That should be a, it's like a, kind of like a lifetime achievement award. Let's give it to Bob. 
Dude, I'm totally with you, except I feel like he's going to be nominated for this a lot moving forward because I think that show is going to just rack up, rack up noms. Anywho, that, that's, that's what they say in the Emmys, rack up noms. Best Actress in a Drama Series, <laughs> sure. Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder, Ooh. Claire Danes, Homeland, Taraji P. Henson, Empire, nice. Tatiana Maslany in Orphan Black, yeah. Kerry Russell, Your Girl in The Americans, yeah. and Robin Wright, House of Cards. All right, I, I think I've had crushes on all those women at one point or another. Um, man, that's a really good one. Those are some really good actresses for real life. I'm going to go... <sighs> Whoever you said second. <laughs> I forgot all Did things. you just choose B? How do you, how do you choose B? Well, Claire, I, yeah. Claire Danes was oh, the second person. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, my so-called wife, wife, Claire Danes? Come on. Claire Danes is a good call. Tell I me that was one of your first crushes ever. Definitely you're you're of my age group, so I was not that into Claire Danes. Here's what? Here's, the, here's the crushes in order. Cindy Crawford was number one. Oh, all right, that's so number cliche. Yeah, I do. I, I was five. I didn't have that wide of a palette. Anyway, it was Cindy Crawford. From her, I moved on to Jenny McCarthy, then Tyra Banks, then Jessica Alba. Still, <laughs> still a little into the Jessica Alba game, but uh, I don't know. What, once you get past a certain age, it's like you can't have celebrity crushes. No, sure you do. I still have the people. I'm a loyalist. All the people I crushes on I, back then, I still have crushes now. Who was your first crush? First crush? Celebrity-wise. I don't want to hear about some girl from Wilkes-Barre. <laughs> uh, it's not Re- I know everything's going to say Christina Ricci, but it's not Ricci. It was the girl from My Girl. Ah, or, or Winnie Cooper. I can't remember which one first, to be honest. That's fair. They're, they're both pretty accurate. You've never seen Veep? No. Dude, I, don't, she, I don't have any of the paid channels. She's in Veep. The, I wish I could think, remember Anna Chumlinski? Right. She's amazing in Veep. She's very good. All right. We're moving on. Best actor in a comedy series. Anthony Anderson, a.k.a. Teddy from Hank Time from when we were children in Blackish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me you were in Hank Time. Then. I was. I freaking loved Hang Time. <laughs> Julie, dude, I would take Julie over <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> I have to be completely honest. Every time I want to say his name, I have to go back to Roto World to read it again because I don't even know his name. Oh. Anthony Anderson from Blackish. It's Ease on Sorry. I know it's bad because this is going to wind up being the Jacoby Brissett show. No, Brissett it's show. Got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in the headline. Uh, you have to. Yeah. All of the SEO for Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Uh, all right, back to the Emmys. Best actor in the comedy series: Anthony Anderson, Blackish, Aziz Ansari, Master of None, Will Forte, Last Man on Earth, William H Macy in Shameless, <clears throat> Thomas Middleditch in Silicon Valley, or Jeffrey Tambor in Transparent. Anthony Anderson. You're stacking on Blackish. Well, I like here's, the, it. here's the problem. I don't. I don't know some of these other people. And right, I, I, I gave I, up on Last Man on Earth. Was that a mistake? No. I, I'm going to keep watching it. I like it. I kind of. I don't know. I, I like Will Forte a lot. And no, I like so Chris do I. But like I did. Four episodes per season, and I was just like, hey, I don't... It's uh, just, it's not that good. It's pretty dark, actually. It's, like, not even funny. You don't laugh. I, I think it's going to be one of William H. Macy or Jeffrey Tambor. I like William H. Macy a lot. Best Actress in the Comedy Series. We're not going to do all of them, I promise. Sure. Uh, just a couple more. Ellie Kemper, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Veep, Laurie Metcalf, and Getting On. I don't even know what Laurie that is. Laurie Metcalf is still making TV? She's still in the league? Yeah, I guess. Is from she Roseanne. Or- She's from Roseanne. Oh, that's right. That's right. I do and know. whatever. And and getting on. Tracy Ellis Ross, Blackish, Amy Schumer inside Amy Schumer, and Lily Tomlin from Grace and Frankie. Well, they'll give it to Amy Schumer because she's the name, I guess. She not. will absolutely not win this Emmy. I would bet. I'd bet money she doesn't. I hope she doesn't. I think Julia Louis Dreyfus is going to win again. She was ridiculous last season. And Veep, Veep is awesome. Tracy Ellis Ross is really good in Blackish too. Oh, you see, you're a big Blackish fan. I am a big blackish guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, I thought I, you were a big Jewish guy. I am a big Jewish guy. I think that's it. I don't think we need to get into no, the No, no, I think we lost all our viewers in that thing. Viewers, you keep saying viewers. We don't have one person that watches our podcast. Your girl, Anna, Anna Klumski, nominated for Best Supporting Actress she in the wins. series. She wins. Yeah, she, she's going up against some, some heavy hitters, though, I guess. Is she I going would. against some stiff competition? We're going to move on. I'm going to do a couple more categories. You always say <laughs> stiff competition. You were like Beavis and Butthead combined, but the worst possibility of them. Best limited series. I feel like you've probably seen some. Stranger Things. It's not nominated yet. Maybe, probably next year because it just came out and the Emmys are decided like months ago. Best wow. limited series. American Crime. Fargo. The Night Manager. The People vs. OJ. And Roots. All right. So I saw only one of them, and I thought The People vs. OJ was a nightmare. 
So yeah, you I, tell I, me, you you tell me which one because I haven't seen the other ones. I don't know. I haven't seen the other ones either. Making no a murderer. You got it. Do you it's, see that Brendan Dossie, the, the Wisconsin's going to vigorously oppose his freedom? I didn't know that, and I did not see Making a Murderer. Oh, you didn't? No, I'm the one person in the world that has not. Hashtag lame. Yeah, I'm going through the categories, see if there's anything else I want to ask. Is there, like, any kind of, like, neat categories other than, like, best actors that we... Like, is there... Best set, best set, better designer? You need to... Best variety talk series. Oh, Com- this- Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, The Late Late Show with James Corden, Real Time with Bill Maher, and The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Joe, who do you got? Wait, wait, time oh, out. Why isn't, like, uh, The Daily Show up for this? Are people, that, are, are, the, are people that anti-Trevor Noah? I don't know, I guess Because so. let me tell you, Jimmy Fallon's show's not funny. It's funny for, like, a YouTube clip, and that's it. The rest of the show stinks. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like any of those shows except for Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. So that, that's I what. don't have. I, I've seen the YouTube clips of them, and they seem very funny. But again, I'm poor. I can't afford. Right. HBO. All right, Joe. You better start growing that mustache so you can get HBO. Best variety. Manual in space. Best variety sketch series, <laughs> documentary now, drunk history, inside Amy Schumer. So this is essentially the best Comedy Central or IFC show. Peel, <laughs> Portlandia, and Saturday Night Live. Uh, plus NBC at the end. Um, right. Listen, man, SNL hasn't been awesome lately. Nope. I'm rooting for their... Dude, they let go of some of the wrong people. Yeah, I can't believe Taron Killen's not coming back. Right? He was, like, the best on that show. The, but they, you, they didn't let go of Pete Davidson, did they? No, nah, I'm pretty sure he's back. So Keenan's gone. I I know that Taron Killen's gone. I think Jay Farrow's gone, too. So, uh, well, yeah, Farrow, kind of... let's be honest about Farrow. He, he was a bust. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't really find him all that funny. His no, that's what I mean. Like, he came with... Like, people were expecting him to be this great, great part of the show, and he was never really that funny. Yeah, I guess I'll take your word for it. Um, no, I random. I like this, and I used to. I, I know what everybody says. Like, oh, SNL always stinks, and then ten years later we look back and see how great they were. No, no, trust me. The last five years, of SNL was horrible. Yeah. Like, soon, it, as soon as we lost the, the women's generation, because they had a really good women's cast for a while with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and them. Right. And then, like, and then it kind of like just went like. Bloop. They need to get like they really need to give guys like Pete Davidson more time on TV on the show. See, I think that they've been good lately because they've gotten stronger women cast members, too. Like, Kate McKinnon, I think, is one of the funniest people Oh, on the no, planet. Kate, Kate's great. No, I think their women's cast is still strong. Kate and uh, Cecily, Cecily Strong, strong is yeah. really funny. And um, uh, what's her face? Uh, Abby, not Abby Elliott. Um, geez. A.D. Uh, Bryant's really funny. Yeah, she's funny. So um, what, what's the other one? I think we can does... update. I think we get, did they find the weekend up? I thought we can update. It was so good. Michael uh, Che okay. and Colin, Colin Joseph, Michael Che. Yeah, yeah, I think it's still good. I think Michael Che is actually really funny. I think what's good about Che is uh, he's kind of bordering on how he's tra- like almost getting fired. Right. Do you know what I mean? Which kind of helps. Um, I'm not a big Les- I, This isn't because she's black or wa- or a woman. I don't think Leslie Jones is funny. Yeah, eh, I, I think she's pretty funny. I thought she was great in Ghostbusters. I haven't I seen it yet. I, I liked it a lot. I, I was really ready to see that movie and enjoy it because, again, I think Kate McKinnon's hysterical. Uh, I, I thought it was really good. Would you? Kate McKinnon <laughs> or Jacoby Brissett? For what? Quarterback? I do Jacoby oh, Brissett. Host, host SNL. I, see, here's, here's the funny thing. Host SNL, <laughs> definitely Brissett. Here, here's the funny thing is we keep talking about Jacoby Brissett and choosing which... <laughs> Between him and somebody else, it's really about choosing someone over Trevor Simeon because anybody's better than Trevor Simeon because that guy sucks. Except for Jared Goff. Yeah, obviously. Jared, Jared Goff is below Trevor Simeon. I, wish, right. I wish we thought about this beforehand. We could have went all these really bad quarterbacks. Put it in the poll. Who's the worst quarterback? <laughs> all right. I think that does it for us today. I put it on the other poll out there, and I don't know if anybody might have checked. You did. You did. I have checked. So we're up to five votes already. Let me refresh and make sure we still have five votes. I didn't even RT it. Yeah, so, RT that's a little gun. Do you prefer when Jamins and I talk sports, non-sports? 80% voted sports of the five votes we got. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming those are the people that pay us that vote because they don't want us not diving sports. I would assume so as well. Who knows, man? We have, we have a wide range of fans and a very large fan base, so we just got to get these votes up, man. So yeah. we'll, we'll discuss that on Thursday. Friday. And, oh, yeah. No, we're recording on Thursday this week. But it won't post it. Oh, yeah, it will post it. Well, we're going to post that bad boy on Thursday. We don't deprive our listeners. No. <laughs> no. Hey, right. let, me, let me ask you this. Oh, Who would you rather have? Our listeners or Jacoby Brissett? 
definitely our listeners. I think we hit the. I, I went. I went one too far. With Jac- I yeah, apologize. That, that, that's it. Now I jumped. I jumped the Jac- Jacoby Brissett. Oh man, but Trevor Simeon still stinks. Anyway, I think that's all we got for a Sunday night. Joe, thank you for accommodating my rough schedule this week. I'm the worst. I apologize. I'm sorry to the fans. I know you're going to want to hear us break down this barn burner between the Vikings and Packers <laughs> that I'm going to pay zero attention to aside from having Adrian Peterson on my fantasy team. I'm not going to watch I, it all. I'm about to watch Fear the Walking Dead. You would, which means I have to look and see what's happening. And Adrian Peterson's got 11 yards in this game. Nope, he's got one yard. Oh, wow. Carry- you know who wouldn't have one yard right there? <laughs> you know. I don't even say his name. You know. All right, guys. That's Jared it for God. us. I'm Jared. You can follow me on Twitter at Hoops. Catch my basketball writing at todaysfastbreak.com. Joe, tell the good people where they could find you. Well, you can't catch me anywhere, but you can find my work at Today's Fast Break, at Today's You. I do some wrestling stuff, guys, in case you were curious for Today's Powerbomb. And did I plug my Twitter? You can find me on Twitter somewhere, too. At Look Joseph Nerdo. Google me. Go vote for our poll. Whoop, whoop. All around me are familiar websites, worn out clickbait, worn out hotcakes, bright and early for the daily link dumps, no one's clicking, no one's clicking, their pupils are filling up their pockets, but not for writers. Not for writers. Hide my head, I want to do a slideshow. No tomorrow. No tomorrow. And I find it kind of funny. I find it kind of sad. The internet in which I'm worthless is the best I've ever had. I find it hard to tell you. I find it too hot to take When people blog in circles It's a very, very Mad world Mad world